Will they find a home? Sponsored by Geico. Jane doesn't mind an apartment with no elevator. Five flights of stairs is five flights of cardio. Bob is a little less enthusiastic about stairs. I hate stairs. Compromise is tough, but these two won't have to compromise when they bundle renters and car insurance with Geico. It's easy, and they could save even more. In the end, Jane and Bob found an apartment that's a four-story walk-up. And Bob? Yeah, there's a freight elevator she doesn't know about. What were you talking about? Oh, uh, nothing. Bundling without compromise at Geico.com. The podcast no one asked for, but you want it anyway. It's the Bits and Pieces Podcast. Thank you, Timothy. Welcome to Bits and Pieces, the podcast that revisits our favorite Bob and Tom show comedy bits. I'm Willie Griswold, and this is our Larry Bird episode, our 33 episode. Larry Bird, obviously the biggest celebrity from Indiana, I would say. Uh, it's you know we're talking red carpet stuff. Uh, we were at the I was at the track over this weekend. Yeah. I saw a few Indiana celebrities. I saw Drew Powell around. Oh good. Yeah, it was really. I literally ran into Drew Powell. That was really fun. So just before we get started, you guys, who's your favorite Indiana celebrity? John oh. Mellencamp, Jim Gaffigan, David Letterman, Ooh. hands down. Yeah, Letter. I'm literally wearing I'm, a Letterman hat yeah. right now. We are, we truly have some of the. Yeah. I mean, here's one you guys have missed. Who's probably bigger than all of them? Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Oh yeah, oh, I said that as I mean, a joke. <laughs> no, he's the. Yeah, he's the biggest. He's James probably Dean. the biggest of James Dean. But I mean, how about Carol a, Lombard? Let's not forget about Carol Lombard. I have no idea. Third wife that. of Clark Gable, the love of his life, and she passed in a. Uh, Allsman's Plain gone crash. a week. It comes back and hijacks the podcast. Do your research. Look up Carol Lombard. She's delightful. But yeah, probably yeah. Michael Jackson. <laughs> yeah, he has to be the one. I would say uh, Michael Jackson, James Dean, uh, Letterman, they all reached icon status at right. one point. I feel like Larry James, Bird also icon no, absolutely. status. I mean, yeah. what are you going to do? James well, Dean, though, I, I he, think his legends after, grow bigger than, than I think he before was a, he died. I think he was a crap actor. I think he was decent looking. He did one yeah. or two good movies, yeah. right? Sure. I think he did one or two good movies altogether, to yeah, be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right. like, and then he but did. he set like, this precedent for all these male actors. This, like, you know, even James Franco had the James Dean look. So. Yeah, sure. then the whole 90210 thing. Mm-hmm. Like, that was totally based on. Uh, I'll James give, yeah, he got, he, he created a look for yeah. sure. Yeah, and but it, I don't yeah. Know that yeah. And, uh, an aesthetic. I think I think he and another Indiana icon, Garfield, uh, they're both right. from oh, yeah. Fairmont, Indiana. I want to say, and, uh, yeah. And I, there used to be a sign off the highway, and mm-hmm. it was. I think they each have their own respective museum in the place, but it's just a picture of James Dean and Garfield. And it is it really? Like it looks like they're old pals. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it always yeah. I get a kick out of it. Every we time can't get. It. We can't forget Levar Burton. Sorry, but oh, he's, yeah. uh, well, I, I actually don't know if he's from Indiana, but he did go to Ball State. So. I was like, what? <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Shut up. I had Bo- no idea. Bob Ross did all of his stuff in Muncie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, he has so, a museum up there right yeah, now. Yeah, I know a lot of people like don't like Muncie, but it's Garfield. It's the Garfield, Muncie. Yeah, the Garfield Museum, I think, is actually in Muncie. And if we want to go like, like you know, college by college, you're the, mo- the most famous athlete from Purdue, it's either Drew Brees or Jim Gaffigan. Take your pick. Uh, <laughs> You want to go IU? You want to get Isaiah Thomas? You get Bobby Knight? I mean, there's yeah. a lot of Indiana celebs. Uh, uh, back off on to an astronaut, one of the most famous astronauts. Neil Certainly. Armstrong went to Purdue. Uh, oh. Though he did grow oh, up yeah. in Ohio. Mm-hmm. There's another Indiana connection. And here's the thing about us, which we'll get to. We kind of grab someone and they become a Hoosier. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're Peyton Mannings. You're Reggie Miller's. Sure. Jeff the Saturday. World. Jeff Saturday. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Also Joyce DeWitt. She was sure. the brunette on Three's Company. Oh, yeah. Also went, also went to Ball State. <laughs> what about uh, Dick the Bruiser? Chirp, chirp. American <laughs> professional wrestler. Oh, Is yeah, he really Dick a bruiser, bruiser yeah. from Delphi, Indiana? Mm-hmm. No really? Way. Yeah, Lafayette area. Yeah. Yeah, and I think like I think Rob Lowe loves Indiana, but he's not from here. Greg Kinnear's from Indiana. He likes Indiana. Really? Yeah, there's a few sneaky ones that get in there. Yeah. Oh, the author of the those books. You know, John, John Green. John yeah. Green, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's huge. Uh, Chick has always said like he identifies as a Hoosier now. Like mm-hmm. that's he's oh. lived here long enough. He is one hundred percent a Hoosier. I think my dad's the same kind of way. Yeah. Uh, who knows? Actually, yeah. I, I don't even think my dad identifies with Earth. I think well, <laughs> <laughs> with some alien spaceship. Oh my somewhere. gosh, Christy Lee is the most Christy famous Lee. celebrity. Yeah, yes. yeah, mm-hmm. she's From the only Indiana. loser right here. Uh, mm-hmm. Jane Pauley. Jane Pauley. We're talking yeah. about journalism. I mean, come on now. 
I can't wait to get. Come on now. She went to Warren Central. (laughs) Everyone's going to add us. Like, how can you forget this person? I know. I know. I can already. Florence Henderson. Oh, really? Oh, oh, yeah. Is she from around here? She's from Indiana. Oh, Oh, the guy that used to sing Back Home Again. I don't know if he was actually from Indiana. He wasn't from here. No, Jim Neighbors. I found out the hard way. That he would sing that song. But again, we kind of adopt people and they embrace it. That's what makes us so wonderful. And here's an unpopular opinion. I think I think that Back Home Again in Indiana at the race should be replaced with going back to Indiana by the Jackson 5 because that song rules. It gets the party started. Everybody's having a good time. Yeah. I think that would make it a real part. But then you get the Michael Jackson bummer aspect of yeah. like oh, things. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Let's not touch that. tradition. <laughs> okay, well, real quick, before we get any further, I want to say, if you like the uh, if you like the episode, if you like this podcast, we love doing it. Give us a, a rating or a view wherever you listen to us. We really appreciate it. But before we get into our third I'm sorry, before our first piece, on this, our 33rd episode, our Larry Bird episode, uh, we're going to play you a bit. It is a frequent musical guest that has been here throughout the years. Time now for the guy who would rather write songs than have sex. (laughs) I got trying to write some music for that... Damn clown Johnny Cooper Mellon. <laughs> uh, little blue owls. No, that ain't no good. He won't like that. No, that ain't. Little green. No, how about white? No. Roscoe, he... come to bed, baby. In a minute, I'm working here. Little red houses. Come on, honey. I've got a brand new pink negligee to show you. Pink. Little pink. You think you think Johnny Cooper like that little pink houses? Yeah, I like it. Come on, now come to bed. Hang on, it's I got another song idea. Something like uh, CK XY USA. You think Johnny Cooper like that? Mm, well, how about a little uh, CK in the USA? No, they'd never play that on the damn radio. About the radio, honey. I'm talking about me and you together tonight, you know, like a couple. Oh, yeah, a couple. That reminds me of other song I've been working on for that Johnny Cooper. <laughs> Little ditty about John and Diane. No, he'll never sing his own. Bill's not. No, you know that clown stole about half my songs, Mom. Fine, forget it. I'm going to bed alone. You're on your own tonight. That's it. That's it. On my own, a little dippy about Jack, Jack and Diane. I need to, hey, can you give me some coffee, 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 coffee? This has been the guy who would rather write songs than have sex. Johnny Cooper, a real legend. So we were all looking around halfway through that. Jesse had her headphones up going, is that Dean? Is that Dean? <laughs> He's and a legend. From my under- oh, also an Indiana legend, of course. <laughs> but from my understanding, Jason, that was John Cougar Mellencamp. John, yes, Johnny Cooper. All these bits have the actual celebrity in them today. Okay, okay. Oh, that, fantastic. That's the whole thing. We're so rolling out the red carpet, but they are actually in the bit. And now this one here is John Mellencamp. But if you recall, many years ago, he would call into the show when you were quite young, Willie. Uh, if you were, he would call born. in as Roscoe mm-hmm. Mellencamp. Who was like John Mellencamp's cousin. songwriter? Okay, yeah. he claimed everything, <laughs> and basically, it was this it was this wild Zen thing of him talking crap about himself. Yeah. As his cousin threw himself. Right, right. Right. And, and then there was a time where he came up here for a whole week and sat in week. just for yep. fun. And I think that's when he did this. I think it started then. Yeah. Yes. I yeah. think it started then. And he called in a few times. And this this bit originated in this studio in the last 15 oh, years. Really? So it was probably 10 years the ago. The last time. The, last time he was here smoking. Yeah, this. I was going to say the oh, only wow. other person that has yeah. ever smoked in here other than Bob. And yeah. I don't even know if Bob has ever smoked in here. Or maybe uh, Bob smoked when he no, smoked. No, no, no. <laughs> there's a whole story with that, too. Oh, okay. But uh, when we opened this up bob had a little office back there oh yeah next to mike mark whatever yeah and thank you for your feedback on mark's episode it was great yes and he the first couple of days he tried to smoke with the door closed and uh not so some, much somebody uh kind of nixed it said yeah you probably don't want to do that Man. but so he just went outside no biggie it was no biggie no mm-hmm. but but john mellencamp came john mellencamp came in here and just fired one up Oh, and yeah. then another. Well, he's <laughs> been another. in here since Josh was here, I think. Oh, he had? Ah. Yeah, because he went and did a tour in the back. And he, because he has a painting back there in the hallway on the uh, in the Q95 that side. That is huge. And he wrote. It's a, almost life size. And he ended up going and writing a story about who it was, which mm-hmm. was, he was his, one chi- of his friends. That's childhood it. friend. He did that? He mm-hmm. did that, yes. 
And then he marked over his painting. He ruined it, it with it, his it's own It's actually writing. kind of weird because our, our building, because it's mostly Bob and Tom people in this huge building now, and there's not many people in the rest of the building. And I'll I'll literally go for a walk yeah. during the day. It's, it's Is a, this by Lenny's old office? Uh, mm-hmm. Yes. So that that's wall. not Chris Wheat? No. <laughs> i thought that that was a painting of crystal Wheat. no that's a that's a melon camp original that's a cougar original <laughs> i've always thought you know what when we take off i'm stealing that but i'm not now because obviously somebody else has dibs on it that's much more important <laughs> did you guys get him to call in before he dropped cougar um no cougar was, like, was what, late early 90s no 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 that was no that was early 80s yeah but he dropped it in the early well, like, when he switched, he dropped it probably late eighties. I don't know if it was when he switched record labels, or that was a part of the agreement for the next record. Was I'm not using it because he never liked that. He wasn't on board with Cougar from the get go. Sure. Yeah. He just got it uh, given to him. Yeah, I think I'm gonna. I may. I'm. I think I'm thinking about going with Jess Cougar Hooker. What do you guys think? Yeah. Jess Cougar Hooker. Uh, the yeah. older you get, that kind of fits. Sounds. I mean, you don't need my help Rrr. to tell you why Jess Cougar Hooker doesn't work, right? Yeah, because it's actually the exact opposite. <laughs> what do you call? Mm. Never mind. Never mind. You know what? Keep going. Hurry. No, hurry, it's okay. Hurry. I got it, and I think we're just. We can move on together. <laughs> okay. Everybody, we're gonna come together as a group. And move on. Growing up, did you guys? Like my school, we learned uh, American Sign Language and we did it to your life is now, your life no, is now. No, that's very cool and though. I was talking to my buddy about it, Tim, he's my pal, he lives in LA now, he's a really funny guy, a writer and screenwriter, and he goes, yeah, the first thing I learned when I moved out of Indiana is that apparently John Mellencamp isn't the biggest celebrity on the face of the earth. <laughs> yeah. Because growing up, I thought that he was this just massive icon, super big celebrity. But I apparently, thought he was too. So I, I always thought that, but I guess once you leave the state, he is a little bit less. I mean, he's still, you know, uh, uh, Yeah, obviously. He's still John Mellencamp, but I think that growing up, we talk about him a little more. Probably, because mm-hmm. I know every album, like I remember the first album that he had that came out on a CD. Yeah. And I was like, I got to get this. I mean, I I had all of them. And we grew up on a lake near Bloomington, not Monroe, but Lake Lemon. And I mean, those his his voice is the soundtrack of my childhood summers on the lake. Like that's all we played. Mm-hmm. Well, that and and, if Hen- you're in that- and and Henry Lee Summer, of course. Yeah. Well, well, the thing that made him so Indiana was he never left Indiana. Yeah. He, he didn't. He didn't move to Nashville. He didn't Mm-mm. move to L.A. Mm-mm. He did. He was not that guy. I don't think yeah. I ever realized that. He just built that. a bigger house in mm-hmm. Bloomington, basically. I think that's what I would do if I. I would just. I would just build a bigger house here. I love it here. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, not here, like not with you guys, but like, <laughs> that was almost so nice. You were sincere to the state, but not to your pals. Nope. The it's only okay. Melon Camp story I have to share, of course, mm-hmm. is uh, my experience with his music was the 90s on the school bus when Wild Nights came out. Ooh. And I would use my Power Rangers that morphed when you hit the belt and they'd flip the faces. So they had the mask on. Then you could actually see their face like Kimberly. Anyway, oh. I'd make them all dance to it. That's nice. And it was totally choreographed. No, oh, nice. That's Bus good. 31, really, Mays Elementary. Really weird. Nice. Put Mellencamp on the map. There you go. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I brought this to a halt. No, can, it's okay. You can edit that out, Jason. No, that's no it was, you, you doing little plays with your Power Rangers ooh, is such a... Ooh, it was so great. Yeah. Kimberly's like, Tommy! And be a whole thing. He, he, he is one of those guys that I bet other people outside of Indiana don't realize how many big hits he does have. Oh, if you, my if gosh. If you played him back to back, you know, it's kind of like a, a, yeah. a Tom Petty thing. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, shoot. Yeah. It, we're yeah, we're 12 stop, songs stop. in, and it's here's another one. I'm going to yeah. do a Mellencamp playlist now that we're talking about There's this. There's probably one out there already. I, I will make my own. If you, you make, I love making my own. Make your own. I would say probably three, four songs in. You throw in Jack and Diane. As soon as people hear that, don't. Oh, God. I don't. People are on the dance floor ready to move. Oh my God. How would you do that noise? I would go do. I don't know. Willie's Willie's got a music background. Am I not good at that? I was gonna say that was really good. You you thinking that my musical background, which is not that great of a background, contributed to don't. Get it out. No, this is what I know. Wait, wait, wait. Let me finish that thought. (laughs) Willie has a musical background, and whenever he makes a musical noise with his mouth, I'm always like, that's not what I would have done at all, Willie. Every time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was just making a choice. No, but it was good. I was like, I'm impressed. How do you guys do this? It's like the Arrested Development chicken. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Have any of you even seen a chicken? Yeah. 
<laughs> we were arguing about Bach versus Bach the other day, and Christy put a, like a thing up on her Twitter, and I was like, I can say that this is an Arrested Development thing, but I think it's just going to take too long to yeah. talk about. It. <laughs> uh, well, this next guy, this next bit rather, this is easily one of the most famous athletes of our time. Once again, the Bob and Tom Show presents America's most in-depth interview show, Three Questions With, the show where we sit down with the hottest personalities in the news today. Welcome to Three Questions With. Today we have one of the most talented players in NFL history, quarterback Peyton Manning. Uh, Thank you for joining us today, sir. Uh, Wow, you're a tall guy, aren't you? Yeah, I guess I am. How tall are you? I'm 6'5". Really? Yeah, really. This has been... Whoa, 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 wait a minute. Don't you want to ask me about the Colts or about this record I might break? Hey, 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 sorry, Motormouth. Uh, the show's over. This is called Three Questions, not hating blabs on and on. I mean, reporters all over the place are bugging me about this NFL record, so I just figured you might want uh, Look, Yappy McYapperson, uh, we're out of time. This has been Three Questions With. There you go. Catch Three Questions With next week when we talk to Ron Artest and Ben Wallace. Yappy McYapperson. <laughs> so that's very funny. I want to do the little carbon dating thing I like to do. Mm-hmm. If we're talking to Peyton, we know it's an indie before 2011. And if we do the, the Ben Wallace run our test joke, this has to be right after the Malice in the Palace, right? Is that the reference there? It's got to be. 2004, right? right? Yeah. <laughs> so that is a, a little product of his time. What a great it, it absolutely had to be about 04 because we came up here in 05. And, yeah. I know oh, yeah. that, and I know that happened in the back. Yeah, okay. Okay. I have this fine line that I I can separate when things happen. Yeah, you're much better spots. at that than yeah. pretty much everybody around I here. Have, because it's a weird thing. If I'm you sorry. ask any of the people that are in this room every day how long we've been up here, they'll be like, eh, I don't know, oh. like five, six years. Chick, mm-hmm. Chick just a couple weeks ago yeah. said, yeah, we were in the back uh, no. studio longer than we were up here. I'm like, you've no. been in this one six years more than that one. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah it's kind of wacky. Yeah, I have <laughs> – so there's – Ah, my ex-in-laws never displayed a picture of me until I had my picture taken with Peyton Manning in the Super Bowl trophy here. And then it was an (laughs) eight by 10 as soon as you walked in the house. We know that, look, this is our beloved Jess. Look at her with Peyton in the Super Bowl trophy. She knows Peyton. Yeah. Yeah. Is the picture still up and they just put somebody else's head over yours? Yeah, his second wife. Oh, oh. no, I was joking. That's no. uh, fun. But yeah, that's a really funny bit. Peyton Manning obviously is like famous now for having one of the best athletes uh, hosting SNL. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, you know, oh, yeah. That was such, oh, my gosh. His opening, opening monologue was great. They uh-huh. did that bit where it's him uh, reaching out kid, to children and he's kids. just nailing them with the football. Oh, God, that was so well, good. And he came in here within months of yes. that mm-hmm. and yes. kind of told us a few of the things, how light that football was and he could barely throw it mm-hmm. right. because obviously he didn't want to hurt the kids, yeah. but he wanted to <laughs> really give it to them, too. You yeah, know. He's, one of those awesome, he's one of those athletes that, like, clearly not an actor. But a good personality, lots of fun to work with, and it just made him mm-hmm. fun to be in here every mm-hmm. time. It was a blast. Mm-hmm. Well, we used to have the, what was the little thing that Matt and I did in the uh, the laugh hole? And we would have celebrities do little bits of oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. quick, and we would add some laughter underneath it. And he did, <laughs> and we have the audio somewhere of yeah. that, of him doing a little shtick that we didn't tell him what joke to do. right. Um, well, yeah, you were an opener, so we would get we would random get people open, yeah. to do opens, but then we would have real guest comedians do a little bit of bit, and we would put it up on the website. Honestly, those were some of the, my favorite moments, because oh, Matt yeah. and I would figure out terrible taglines. Mm-hmm. Punchlines, just anything. a punchline. Yes, it's all just some punchline. So that's what I. That's why I told him not to talk to the rooster. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, here's Willie Griswold. Yeah. I mean, that's all. It was, that's all it was. Something terrible. Yeah. No, I'm sure, I love stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Was Peyton the first athlete to be in comedic commercials? Because remember, when he was like cheering people on. I forget what it was even for. And he's like, "Cut that meat." Cut that meat. Cut it was like a Mastercard or Visa. It was so yeah. funny. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, don't I feel know. like I feel like the credit card companies kind of grabbed onto that because don't isn't it a credit card company where it's Shaq and Spike and well Shaq's Samuel, in a lot of commercials Jack, that, well uh, the Samuel Jackson yes 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 Capital One Capital yes. One yes. and then uh State Farm has the great commercials with uh with with, with Pat Mahomes and Aaron mm. Rodgers and they're pretty funny in those too yeah. uh nationwide is that Peyton with the it um is. country singer Brad oh Paisley. With Brad Paisley yeah sure they're yeah. buddies yeah yeah that's wild. Yeah, if you ever wonder why your insurance premiums are so high, it's because there's an insurance <laughs> commercial on 
mm-hmm. like everywhere right now. Right. <laughs> and they've got to pay for Peyton Manning's trailer and all the refreshments he needs. Oh, the Capital One thing with Larry Bird, Samuel yeah. Jackson, uh, Jim Nance. Oh, uh, yeah. All of those guys were in one commercial. I'm like, dear Lord, how much mm. did this thing cost? <laughs> yeah. And but it is cool, though. It is cool just to see those guys who you know from one thing and to see, like, oh, they're cool enough to be funny. They're cool enough to right. break down their ego right. and to not look like tough guys. Because athletes, they have to be so calculated <laughs> constantly. Yeah. And so it's cool to see people mm-hmm. like that be like, ah, oh, we're going to do a silly bit today. Or they're just willing to endorse a giant check. Yeah. <laughs> well, would you say Michael Jordan did some comedic stuff? With the Haynes? Back in the 90s, yeah, right? Yeah, he, he did the Haynes commercials. So there's an athlete maybe doing something a was little yeah, bit funny fun. there, or is he kind of just reacting to other people being funny, like, oh, um, man, there's no tag. Well, the ones with um, uh, Spike Lee, Yeah, they had a little fun oh, that's with right. some of those. That's right. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. uh, you know, not a commercial, but Space Jam. Oh, Hilarious in Space Jam. Mm-hmm. And I think Bill Murray... He got a lot of assists in that movie, I yeah, would say. But Michael sure. Jordan gets a lot of dugs there. Yeah, Larry's not white. Larry is clear. Yeah! Line, <laughs> okay, so this next bit, uh, it's got a guy who was a guest on Bob and Tom even before he was super famous. It's time now for the guy who would rather shoot three-pointers than have sex. <laughs> yes! Ten in a row. I'm going to drain another ten. Watch this. Oh, Reggie, you are so good. What do you say you put that ball down? Let's go hit the showers together. Sure. In a minute, baby. I'm going to shoot a few more three-pointers. That just makes perfect. Mmm, your form is perfect already. Come on, let's go play a little one-on-one. No, I don't want to play a game. I want to sink some more baskets. Swoosh. I am on fire. Sweetie, I'm on fire, too. Come on, try a little man-on-woman defense. Nah, Coach says we're going to play zone. Boom, baby. Another one. That's it. Forget it. You can go dribble your life away. I'm out of here. Have fun playing your little game. Swoosh. Yes. (laughs) This has been the guy who would rather shoot three-pointers than have sex. This is cool because the last two bits we played, those guys were my literal heroes. Uh-huh. Growing up, I like football because of Peyton Manning, and I like basketball because of Reggie Miller. Absolutely, Sports Illustrated for kids. I used to always draw Reggie Miller and you know mm. like Patrick Ewing and all those guys. But Reggie Miller, love, 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 love. He could do no wrong. So mm. glad he was on our side because probably wouldn't have liked him. But I love. <laughs> he's so funny. He was the first guy. So when I worked at the front desk and I started working here in 2010, uh, Jimbo. Gave me the heads up, Reggie Miller is coming in uh, for his 30 for 30 documentary. That was exactly oh, yeah. when he recorded this. And Winning time. Mm-hmm. He, I was like, oh, cool. And Jim, I was like, that's awesome. And Jimbo's just like, hey, just a heads up. And again, Jimbo is the greatest. So yeah. he knew I was a fan. I think he could have been waiting for Reggie in the lobby. Mm-hmm. But he didn't. So when <laughs> Reggie did show up, and it was a little bit before 830, all I could say was, I assume you're Reggie. <laughs> and he goes, you assume correctly. I was like, I'll let Jimbo know. And then he's just, I'm like, oh, I don't know. I was like, Reggie's here. And then, you know, he comes out. Oh, hi. And yeah. And then I just watched him walk away. And then after the fact, Jimbo goes, he would have took a photo if you wanted. I go, Why didn't you tell me before? <laughs> but that's all I could say. I assume you're Reggie. Ugh. He's the coolest. So he got he huge in like 94, 95, mm-hmm. right? You know, the... 8.9, you know, what is it, 9 points in 8.9 seconds? Yeah. Thing. yeah. And the then, anniversary of that I was can, yesterday, by the way. Oh, I can watch that yeah. over and over again. Like, it's still just like, yeah. mm-hmm. gives me goosebumps. And then we got to the finals in 2000. So th- those mid to late 90s were great. Well, I was an intern in 95. Yeah. And one of my first things I got to do was Reggie had a book out. And he had a signing, and it was a Q95 <sighs> Bob and Tom flagship event. Yeah. And Meredith, it was, just, it was basically me and Meredith. Yeah. And we got to kind of talk to Reggie a bit. And, I mean, he was yeah. up there. Yeah. So, it's so cool. He was always such a cool guy. Mm-hmm. And I talked to him a little bit here when he was uh, here, probably 2010, when Jess was talking. Because I think Ray Allen was about to sure. cross his uh, – mm. uh, because Reggie had the three-point mm-hmm. record. 
And he goes, oh, Ray's going to overtake it. And good for him. Yada, yada. Little did they know, little Steph, guy by the name of Steph Curry was coming. Right. Because oh. he's going to splatter that record. Well, and now everyone, day. if you watch NBA, people talk about the Steph Curry effect, where everyone's a shooter now. And you talk to Steph Curry, who was his biggest influence? Reggie Miller. Yep. So, mm-hmm. I mean, or his dad, Del Curry. Obviously sure, yeah, Del was good. Well, you know. but. but Reggie was the guy taking shots. And I. it's always been so cool. I don't know. I have always worshipped Reggie Miller. Mm-hmm. I almost got a 31 tattoo. I'm glad I didn't. Really? Yeah. Yeah. One of the coolest moments I've ever felt was I had to get into the ball shed at camp, and I'm not going to say what it was because it's it's still the same. I was there on Friday, oh, yeah. and it's still the same code, Okay, but I was a counselor in training, and a counselor had to tell me what the ball shed number was in uh-huh. front of a bunch of kids, Right, and so he said, like, uh, Larry Bird, Reggie Miller, and oh. I understood what he meant, and it was the coolest I have ever felt. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, sports reference. I get it. No big deal. Oh, yeah. It will. Coming through. Um, but yeah, we're going to keep with the basketball theme. Here is our next basketball bit. Dick Vitale. You've heard him call games in his own unique style. Now, Bob and Tom Products is proud to present the Dick Vitale Alarm Clock. Shake and bake. It's time to wake. I don't mean maybe. It's time to get up, baby. Chuck and jive. It's almost five. Hey, come on now. Get the sleep out of your eyes. Come on now. Wake up. You're a Rolls Racer. The Dick Vitale Alarm Clock offers a single, double, or triple overtime snooze setting. Here, Dickie V gently remind you it's time to start the new day. The last five minutes, you show what you're made of, baby. <laughs> hey, come on now. Get out of bed. Come on now. You're the 3S man. You're super scintillating. Sensational. <laughs> and if you're a heavy sleeper, don't worry. The Dick Vitale alarm clock lets you sleep with one eye open. His. <laughs> hey, baby. The Dick Vitale alarm clock. The Vitalian Stallion sounds revelry with such classics as. Hey, come on, sleepyhead. You're a PTPer. Perky jerky, it's time for working. <laughs> Two, four, six, eight. Get up now or you're going to be late. Rise and shine, it's close to nine. This ain't no jack. Roll out of the sack. Hey, come on now, sleepyhead. Wake up. You're a space eater, baby. Hey, come on now. Get out of bed. I'm going to warm up the bus, baby. This baby's over. Come on now. Get out of bed. Oh, and it's unbreakable. Hey, come on. Get up. Get up. Come on now. Get the Dick Vitale alarm clock. Wake up. You're awesome, baby. <laughs> Baby, Dickie V. Didn't we, uh, do you guys remember, did somebody make that for us? I think like a toy company made us a, a version, like a prototype of the Dickie V alarm clock. I feel like that is accurate. I don't recall exactly that scene. I remember seeing something around here years ago. It's yeah. been a while, but yeah. Or maybe it wasn't even operable. Maybe it was just some artist put it together for us, but it looked like a real toy or a real alarm clock you would buy in the store. Because I remember seeing that around. That is such a weird, specific bit. Well, and he was on the show years ago, like every week during yeah. college mm-hmm. basketball. He would call in. So he was very familiar with us. And he would talk about the broken egg or something. Like he would always pump up this one little restaurant down really? there. Yeah, yeah. He would say he was headed off to breakfast there. Oh, and I'm okay. like, they paid you to do that, oh, Dickie. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm certain He's, of it. He shows up to the restaurant. He's wearing a Bob and Tom hat. He's just always promoting for somebody. <laughs> well, he was on a recent Geico commercial. Oh, was he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. During yeah. the tournament, yeah. Yeah. Mm. I remember seeing him. Well, and then as we're talking about icon, he I mean, he is an icon of college basketball. I mean, sports broadcasting in general, but man, it's... When you when I would like tell people like at college being like yeah we did like there was like a Bob and Tom Dick Vitale bit and they were just like what does your dad do like that, <laughs> that that's a big guy he transcends four or five decades yeah. I would think of mm-hmm. people hearing him on uh, and I, obviously he was a coach years and years ago but he's one of those guys that got out and found his niche you know behind the mic mm-hmm. it's good for him which by the way can we go back to Reggie real quick. We didn't talk about the Wendy's commercial. Yeah, and we also didn't talk about how great of an announcer he is on NBA on TNT. And he's yeah. a great announcer. Oh, yeah. And a bicyclist. Yes. Oh, he's lots of fun to watch on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is. And his he kids, is. yeah. I remember, and sorry, to, sorry, Dick, but we're going back to Reggie. Um, was it like a MTV Cribs? Did, I think they did one of Reggie. And really? I remember him being outside on his driveway playing ping pong, my one of my favorite sports. Uh-huh. Uh, and he was a madman. Yeah. I loved him. Like, I want to play Reggie. At guys? Yeah, ping pong. yeah I yeah. think so. He can do no wrong. He's the greatest at everything. He's, mm-hmm. he's I great. love Reggie Miller. Mm-hmm. Can we dig the ping pong table out from underneath all the unused furniture? The answer? 
No. Mm. <laughs> that room back there with the ping pong, you can't even see the ping pong Tom table. gets so upset about what a fire hazard it is. He gets so upset. What's going to... What's going to start on fire? Nothing's plugged in. I don't... You, nothing. I don't. Should we not segue in a fire hazard after talking about Reggie Miller's MTV Cribs house? <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> also, talking about people smoking in this building. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, this is, there's yeah. a lot of fire hazards we're talking about today. Yeah. That was a long time ago. Very. And then the other little uh, Indiana connection is Megan Gailey, who was like a family friend of mine and a comedian. She got engaged in front of the Reggie Miller... Uh, what's it called? Painting. The big painting? The mural. The yeah. mural. Yeah. Building. Mm-hmm. yeah, and then like she like tagged him in it. That's funny. And then he responded. Bonded. Yeah, he's the greatest. That yeah. thing is gorgeous. Is it four stories high? Maybe? I think mm-hmm. it is. Yeah, and it is perfect. Yeah, just his shot, just everything about it. We is have perfect. a lot of beautiful murals here mm-hmm. in Indianapolis that are. Yeah, like it. Mm-hmm. I'm not yeah. some nerd. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, it's not as good as the Vonnegut mural. <laughs> fighting yeah. because of that. Window no. Wilkie mural in Rush <laughs> County. It's not just or that one. Um, I didn't even think about this. The Duke Tomato song. R. E-G. E-G. Yep. Oh, G. And the boom baby e. thing. That was so big. And then when Reggie Wayne and with the Colts happened, yep. it's like, oh, oh great, yeah. we get to reuse it. Yep. Um, That's right. Mm-hmm. It was really cool. This is a little bit off brand or off topic, but I always wanted to uh, go as Wayne Brady for Halloween, and it's me wearing a Reggie Wayne jersey and my friend wearing a Tom Brady jersey. <laughs> that works. So we're Wayne Brady. Yeah, it's not great. It's what not do they a great call that? I appreciate it. Uh, it's like wordplay kind or like, of. No, it's a like, a, like or... a before and after. Like you say, like it's, have you ever seen that where the, they have those costume parties that are like a before and after, like you would do like Wayne Brady, I don't know. Wayne Wayne Brady Brady. Bunch. Yes, Wayne Brady. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there's a before and an after. So there's like one word that shares. Chain word or chain connection? Maybe, I don't know. Or even Tom Brady Bunch. Yeah, 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 something yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, Tom Brady bunch like that, yeah. and then your and so your costume has to incorporate those two things that are very opposite. Oh, okay, yeah, I have no idea what that's called, but yeah, well, I'm glad that I brought it up. <laughs> no, it's, no, it's, it's because <laughs> I interjected and then you interjected, and I'm pretty sure that's a two lefts make a right kind of thing. <laughs> All right, I don't know so like Reggie works. Wayne Knight. Yes, yes, exactly. Yes, yes, and yes, you're yes. you're dressed as Newman with a Reggie Wayne shirt. So yeah. fun. Yeah. Yes, so exactly. Like kind of exactly. Okay. exactly. Reggie Miller. Light Miller Time, very light. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yes. yeah, yeah. It's always Reggie Miller, time. Miller High Life Magazine. Can yeah. we go too far? Who no. knows? I'm gonna have that kind of Halloween party this year. That'll be fun. Wouldn't that be fun? Oh yeah. no, I, I love it. No, that's an invitation I that has the... rules on it. Yeah, people are like, invitation. I'm not going to that. I don't want to go to any party where there's examples on the invitation. Then don't come. Okay, I'm not. I'm not trying to be, but I'm just saying. Let's just say it's a party. Everybody have fun. Chicken I think it would be Wayne. fun to have a theme. Listen, yes. you just show up and do what you want, Willie. Okay, cool. No, you don't get to come in. No, <laughs> I want to come. She, she's at the door for everyone, going. Now, what are you? <laughs> Explain it. Look, here's the example. Yes, you would love to kick somebody out of a theme party. <laughs> I mean, you would just love that. Yeah, you're not hey, going to respect. It just hit me. Uh-oh. Did we just miss something last month? Um, Saturday? No, it's it's actually this month. It's this month. Why do I always think May? Okay, I don't know, okay. but it's a, yeah, All it's okay. Right. okay. I, Cancer. I, yes, right? okay. I'll be 40 at the end of June. June, okay. Yeah. Man, you exciting. seem like a May birthday to me for some reason. I feel yeah. like we missed it. No, oh, we yeah. didn't okay. miss okay. it. Okay. I had a sobriety date on Saturday, which was cool. So. Okay, well, don't be boring, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> the rudest thing I could say. I'm so sorry. I thought you were going to say, oh, you won't miss it, is what I was expecting. No, You'll know all about true. it. No, that's a big red flag for me. Women and, it, it, and like, oh, it's my birthday month. It's my not, birthday is he, week. Is he uh, not, but is he not going to throw a fit about it? You know? I'd, if he does, I will punch him in the throat. Well, yeah. prepare to punch him. I'm I know. Bad he, I he's, he gonna, he's, yeah, he's trying to plan things. Okay, well, we're going to plan a lot of things. We'll <laughs> play our next bits. This is a true rarity from a one-time guest. Time now for the guy who would rather cook than have sex. <laughs> Let's see. A little pinch of salt here. Oh, Wolfgang, come here and pinch me a little. Yeah, just a minute, sweetie. I'm whipping up a delicious snack for us. Come on, baby, let me be your snack. Okay, I need two cups of sugar. Come on, sugar. Check out these D cups. Oh, thank you. You reminded me I needed to add a little milk. Would you hurry up and cook that stuff so we can do some cooking in the bedroom? (laughs) Cook? You don't cook this. You chill it slowly and serve it with jelly on the side. You're going to need petroleum jelly, and you're going to have to serve yourself. I'm out of here. Petroleum jelly? This 
disgusting. I'm imagining a delicate mint jelly to offset the exciting explosion of flavors. This has been the guy who would rather cook than have sex. Gosh, Wolfie, Wolfgang Puck. I mean, that is a real, like, that... He is a culinary icon on the show. Right. And he obviously had no clue what that was going to be, right? No. I mean, well, maybe. Maybe a little, but... Mm. It's yeah. so easy, it looks like, to put these celebrities in the... Uh, they'd rather be doing what they're doing than have sex. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, obviously, so this funny. is the third one we played. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where Dean kind of throws in the celebs at times. Yeah. Um, but this one, I don't know. The other ones, I figure Reggie kind of gets it. Yeah. And uh, who's a John Mellencamp? He kind of got it. But I don't know. This one's like, Dean's like, just read these. Yeah. Uh-huh. I believe that. I don't know. I mean, Wolfgang. He's funny. He's yeah. a player? He's he has, funny. Yeah. I'm trying to, I just want to, I want to say a word that his last name rhymes with. It's like the Wolfgang Puck, you know, he's going to, that kind of okay. thing. Like he's a horny guy. <laughs> oh, I should know he was so much worse. No, I mean, he's like, he, I feel like if you're in a field and you're that successful for so long, you have to get some sort of weird sexual proclivities. You know, you right. got to be sort of a weirdo. You are your father's son. Good God, Willie. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> So do you think there's chef groupies out there? I mean, I would say they're puck bunnies, but that's hockey. Oh, no, but, but just like you know, the Guy Fieri's and your Bobby Flay's. Like, are there people out there that are like oh, I want to sleep with the chef, please? I mean, there booty. There has to be, but I'm going to say oh. Guy Fieri is probably the most ethically uh, moral person there is in the face of the earth. I don't think he would ever do anything wrong. No, I love Guy Fieri so much, I dude. And I'm, we're not going to slander Guy Fieri on this podcast. I no, no, no. Love Triple him. D and Triple G yep. is on all the time at the house, like a little too much. Has all anyone the time. been to um, Chicken Guy? No, but we've at, talked about at it. Disney. It is the best chicken, really and good. with with the best sauces. Really, it's incredible. I wish you I, how those are not everywhere. I right. don't know. Yes. So you're a groupie for those. I'm a foodie. And have you guys? Uh-oh. He was on CBS Sunday Morning. They did a thing about everything that he has done for the restaurant industry yes, during COVID. Yes, I saw that. Yes, and he just like it was like I have goosebumps right now. I just love him so much. Yeah, so do I. And I just want to cry because it's just. Uh, there was an era. There was an era there where people were trying to make fun of him because he, he got so big, kind of thing. And he looks he like everywhere. a caricature. He yes. looks like a caricature, and then it was like, no, this guy's too good. He's too we, good. We can't make fun He's of him. He's too good. Mm-hmm. If you get a minute, there is a bit by a comedian. Uh, his name is uh, Shane Torres. It is. It hit it on Conan, I think, five years ago. It's okay. my favorite late night set of the last decade, and it's just about how much he loves Guy Fieri. <laughs> and there's just like a million examples about how good Guy Fieri is. It's great. It cheers mm-hmm. me up. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, it's it's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. And Shane's been on the show. He's a very funny guy. Uh, but the really quick, it. Guy Fieri, on the race, uh, at, the, at the race on Sunday, I was doing these little bits, and I had two different jokes that mentioned Guy Fieri. <laughs> and I was like, do I have to cut these? Can I, no. can I only do one? I kept them both. They did great. Do you want to walk through that a little bit? What was that like for you? Uh, oh, at know, the race? Yeah, yeah, doing live radio out and there with never, the people. You hadn't and... been there since you were 11 years old? Yeah, I hadn't been there since I was a little kid. I went wow. with my buddy Mike, and uh, I went with his family, and they would go every year, and like everyone got to like, you know, you'd, you cut out all the cars out of the paper, yep. and everybody picks a car, and mine mm-hmm. didn't get drawn or anything. Thing. There was a guy with a John Dillinger tattoo in front of us. Yeah. Oh, wow. And then I told my dad about it later, and he was like, John Dillinger is a criminal and he should not be glorified. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. Uh, but I like I didn't have that much fun when I was a kid. Like I had fun, but you're a kid, you can't really get it's into different, it. Different, yeah. And this like I woke up at 5 a.m. Left my house at six, and then I went in there, and mm-hmm. I, I did the first call right at seven. A marching band walked past me during the call, <laughs> so I was like sprinting away. But as soon as I did it, it made me. I was like, "Well, thank goodness for the podcast," because in my head, okay, I go, "Okay, well now this is the Spike Lee bit, and I'm chick, and I'm running in the airport. There you go. Yeah. This isn't good, and I'm gonna be out of breath. <laughs> yeah. But I'm gonna turn this into something fun, right? And we all had fun, and then I linked up with the fellas, and we talked to some drunk fans, and yep. it was good because I was also a drunk fan. You know, we were all awesome. out there together. Yeah, and it was just a blast was that your first live remote call first in? live remote ever and I, I you I, nailed it man I had so much fun you did so well it, yeah I couldn't have gone better oh I could have gone better some of the people we talked to weren't very funny yeah but you saved you. it every time you really did well no everybody was very funny I was just trying to be a jerk and, and blame people that had nothing to do with it well if I could have a moment from here I was here Sunday morning and everybody was so proud of you oh yeah really yes, like off mic we everybody were was so proud I know but everybody was really proud of you and you just brought that 
that fan aspect so well and like i'm just i'm just excited this is like a like a proud auntie moment well, here well thank you yeah, yeah that, that so you sweet. that you got the media experience to go in early to the track which as a hoosier indy 500 you go into the track before sunrise like it's that'll give you goosebumps it's the greatest you see the pagoda all lit up it's just amazing having coffee out front yep. it was it was really really cool yeah and then uh yeah if these guys were playing this one guy was like kind of drunk and funny, but he didn't want to talk to us because mm-hmm. he was like, I can't I don't get fired from my job or whatever. And then I found this group of hooligans playing <laughs> dice on the street. Maybe well, they had dollars on the ground. And I was like, these are my fellas. Welcome to the West Side. And I was like, all right, you guys are coming with me. And there was this, it was this, these just geniuses, just a group of the smartest people I've ever met. They're all from uh, Michigan State, uh, Go Spartans. And they say they come down every year for the race. And it was yeah, it was an absolute blast. The guy said he he said two years ago I was at the race and somebody was down here and they had me call it into the Bob and Tom show. And he goes, and then I said a word I wasn't allowed to say, and they ripped the microphone away from me. Yeah. And then I looked at like Eddie and Mark and I was like, Hey, can we still have this guy on? And they were like, I don't care. And I was like, I don't care. And I was like, All right, cool. You're doing it. Don't say <laughs> So I, I overheard uh, Tom telling you how great you did, but it was one of these, uh, well, you did a great job. Uh, uh, let's back off on the beers next year. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I wasn't like, I was being, the only no, time I had fine. a drink was whenever I would go talk to someone to see if they wanted to be on air, I would just hold a beer Yeah, because I felt like that was a little more approachable than being like, hey, stranger walking up to you alone yeah. and saying, hey, you having fun at the race today? Yeah. Right. So instead I came over and I go, look, we're having fun together. Together and then, yeah, it was it was a real, real good time. Yeah, yeah. Next time, just shotgun a beer with everyone you talk to. Like, look, I'll, let's get comfortable together. I will wait until after the broadcast to begin shotgun. So <laughs> I surely will. I surely will shotgun. So a not so funny story is that the last time I was at the track, I did what you did. I went with Mark. Yeah. And did that. Um, and that's why my sobriety day was Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was the last time I drank was at the race. Like, it was so bad. Mm. But I was walking around the snake pit that we we got to do that. So you'll get to do that next year, hopefully, fingers crossed. And uh, it, it, Tom was like, hey, um, you were down there by yourself. I don't know if that's safe. Like, maybe we don't send you next time. But the funnest part of that was I was walking through and I hear this voice and I was like, oh, my gosh. Oh my gosh, that's Jimmy Mad Dog Matus. And I walked up on him and all five of his sons. Oh, wow, yeah. And they were in the snake pit. Yeah. And it was, a lot of them had some throwback Q95 shirts on. Yeah. It was awesome. That's I got great. a special vintage Q shirt off eBay that yeah, I wore, I and that. I got a lot of compliments on it. Mm-hmm. And then yesterday, I was getting a beer with a pal, and a, a kid, like an 18-year-old kid in a Planet Bob and Tom shirt Shut up. walked in. He was, an, he was probably like 21. Yeah. He just, I feel like everyone looks so young now because I'm getting older. <laughs> like he, he was one of those kids, you know we have the shaggy hair in the front, like the bed bangs like the Bieber thing but it's like textured that kind of thing yes yeah. I'm familiar ah uh, the TikTok kids I hate them all they all they got the big things going for it. Max Hooker and I, oh he has that oh, yes. I don't hate Max no. I just hate that because I wish that I could do that because I'm balding now it's going back a little <laughs> and when I was young you had to pull your hair back to be cool right. and now they all gonna hide their bald spots not mm-hmm. on my watch kids yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah he was wearing a planet bob and I'm getting, that's fun what is wrong with me which came out before he was born right exactly yeah. and then mm-hmm. part of me oh the person I was with I was just like hey like they're wearing like a planet and they're like I mean like do you want to take a picture of it? What are you going to do? Like, are you <laughs> right. so flattered right now? Relax. Like, calm it's down. Cool, I thought it was cool. I think it's cool. Alsman, you've been at the red carpet for the Indy 500, right? Last year, uh, well, tw- what is it, 2019? Did 2020 happen? No. Oh, nothing happened. No. 2019, <laughs> it was crazy. Uh, last minute, got to go on the red carpet to ask questions to celebrities. Mm. Matt Damon and Christian Bale were there, and oh, they did yeah. not take questions from interviewers. So yeah. it was cool to see them take selfies uh, with everyone. Um, oh, they were there doing press for that Ford Ferrari movie. Yeah, right. was, but there was yeah. a lot of great people there. Um, oh my gosh, my, Matt Eisman, is that correct? Uh, the two guys that host uh, American Ninja Warrior were there. Mm. Oh, he, he came on here. Yeah, the host mm-hmm. of... Uh, Which yeah. I just recently rewatched the Josh Arnold doing the America... American oh, Ninja yeah, yeah, Warrior, yeah. of course. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Please take time and find that. Go to the Bob and Tom YouTube channel. Go ahead and subscribe. Uh, but watch that. It is so funny. Yeah. Does he make it... No spoilers. Okay. You got to watch the video. Oh. Totally worth your time. Oh, poor Joshy. <laughs> I can just hear him in the room. No, yeah, Josh, we're going to have you do American. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he was a great sport. Dude chick just over there in the corner smiling. <laughs> it's fun? It's 
the video? Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> Why did that get so good? I don't know. I was like, wait, am I supposed to talk about the 500 still? No, uh, I was just saying it's fun. Oh my, it's so awkward. Okay, moving into our next thing. <laughs> Although I did make it a point my entire childhood growing up, not childhood, but I'm a liar now. I'm just a, an adulthood. I used to go to the red carpet to see the celebrities and there's a few years where I'm in the background of every photo taken oh, of a celebrity fine. because they didn't put the uh, step and repeat up. So just me being all weird. Like, what up, Ice tea and Coco? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What a I, weirdo. I can imagine that was weird. Yeah, that's, that's exactly right. I'm too caffeinated, sorry. No, you're great. You're perfect. Okay, this is our last bit. And finally, this is an international celebrity doing a live comedy bit on the air. Time now for Flash Traffic with the fastest man in the world, nine-time Olympic gold medalist, Carl Lewis. And now we go to our uh, flash traffic reporter, Carl Lewis, with uh, traffic on the west side. Hey, Bob and Tom, I'm on the west side, and traffic looks great. Now I'm going to run over to the far east side and take a look at traffic conditions over there. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm on the east side now. Everything looks smooth over here. Want me to check the north side? Uh, Sure, Carl. All right, here we go. Oh, guys, traffic is running off <laughs> fine up here up north. Anything else you need? Uh, listen, Carl, uh, <laughs> could you check south side traffic? I know it's a long way. You could uh, also pick up an iced tea for me, venti uh, green iced tea at Starbucks on your way, if you don't mind. Okay, okay, that's a little step, but I'll get there. <laughs> oh, my goodness, that was kind of a, a detour, but here, two splendors just like you like it. <laughs> uh, thank you very much, Carl. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, uh, Carl, could you come back to the studio to sign some photos for us? Oh, okay, I can do that. Sure thing, Tom. <laughs> <sighs> Made it. All right. Give me a pen. <laughs> this has been Flash Traffic with Carl Lewis. Does not get better than that. That was fun. It really sounded like he was running around everywhere. That's how he runs, right? I mean, it makes that sound. Yeah. Right? Here we but go. Like, yeah, the Warner Brothers sound. Yeah. yeah, yeah With my musical background, Jess? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that was really, really silly. So that was wait, live, live yep. on air. Yep. There was obviously a music bed playing, and then I'm guessing Tom or Chick was firing the, mm-hmm. the uh, little uh, sound effect there. And, and he was in here. It, it, it happened in this room, I know. And like scripts in hand, I'd imagine. Yeah, it's not not, yeah. not a lot of improv going on. There's one little hiccup in there, I noticed, but it's it's no big deal. But that's, I mean, how many of those do we have? None. Um, I do remember something like a, um, maybe a soap opera star was in here. And oh, really? Yeah, there was Susan a soap. Lucci? No, no, Lucci? no, no. It was, Lucci? It was, it was, a, it was Lucci? A, Help me out here. The guy from uh, the CBS. Say another two syllable. Susan Liacci. Yeah. Someone tell me what the name is. No one knows. Susie. He was the guy, and I think and, and Chick knew because I think Chick watched his soap opera, right? Yeah, Days yeah. of Our Lives. No, they did some sort Days of, of Our Lives. No, no, no. It was John CB, It was CBS. Holding the beautiful. Uh, mustache. Uh, we'll get back to you next. Tom time. Tom Selleck. No, he does have a mustache. He, he does He's not on a soap opera. <laughs> I guarantee he made an appearance on one. Yeah, I take that back. Guarantee. Along with Susan. It wasn't Susan. Why would she Susan finally got that Lucci daytime Emmy? Am I right? Gosh. No, but uh, somebody came to lunch with us once. <laughs> like it was on a soap opera, but it wasn't this guy. Victor. He played Victor in one of them, right? No. Was ah. it the one that Chick watched forever? Yeah. Yeah, I can't. The bold and the, is it the bold and the beautiful? What's the I think it is because no. Carol Burnett would reference that. Which is the one that Joey and Friends was on? That was Days in Our Lives. Days of Our right? Lives. Days of Our I don't Lives. Think, I don't think but it was that Days. Was, but that Eric was... Braden, the <gasps> German American film actor. I think that could have been him. He was know. in. He did a voiceover thing in the studio live. It was oh, cool. he is. He's one of the most famous. Oh, like and has a gorgeous voice deep is, voice. Yes, his yes. voice is amazing. The Young and the Restless. The Young, the young and the Restless. restless. Thank you. I mean, CBS, he said he you. said every single one. See, I was an ABC soap fan, so I was like. So you're a Susan Lucci girl. I was. Yep. All my children. Why do I know these things? Why didn't you chime in when I'm trying to guess her name five minutes ago? General Hospital. Like, oh, Susan Lucci, no big deal. Oh, well, we it thought you were doing her. a bit. Well, yeah. I was just asking what her last name was. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I really didn't know. I was kind of playing off you there. I, was <laughs> I thought you knew. I was actually asking. Well, 33 episodes in, we suck. Okay? Hey, we suck. Hey. I feel like this is the part of the show where we go, hey, you guys want to go get breakfast? Right. <laughs> like, isn't that what we yeah. do on the big show? Hey, no. I mean, this was 50 minutes, and I'm sure there's at least four good minutes in here somewhere. You know? So, Crazy Carl Lewis came in. Yeah. Was this recorded after he sang the national anthem? Oh, yeah. I think oh. so. I think so, yeah. Bless Did they heart. play 
that for him and ask him about it during the um, show? I don't know, but that was Matt and I's favorite thing. Just yeah. the, uh-oh. <laughs> like, you guys <laughs> do it all the time. That. I lose yeah. it. Every, oh. It's the best. That, I mean, that is a thankless job doing oh, yeah. the, because obviously you want to you honor the troops. You want there to be that sort of... Um, <laughs> What's it called? You want dignity, the, respect. Yes, the dignity of the respect, and you want to you want to show. But if you mess up at all, it's done. You get ridiculed. Right. I mean, you turn into a meme like Fergie. I mean, oh. it's a no win situation. Yeah, you can't really put. It's it's not an avant garde type situation. No, you sing the song and you move on. Mm-hmm. Yes, I that's like it. that he stopped to acknowledge. Uh oh, that's the best <laughs> thing he could have done. They're like, well, he yeah. knew he messed up. It happens. Yeah. Oh God, that's so funny. I could think about fun. that anywhere and yeah. lose it. Who was the person that did it at the Super Bowl this year, the one played electric guitar? That was awesome. I was all about Who that. Was that? I, it was a woman, and she was like, real, real, da, do, da, do, da, Killing it, Willie. Go, <laughs> it was, go, go. It was the coolest thing. I was just like, this rocks. Let's get it I'm going. I'm going to nominate Willie to do mouth guitar of the national anthem at next year's <laughs> yeah. Listen, Super Bowl. I, I think we're just going to have to start a third podcast of Willie <laughs> doing all the hits. <laughs> or it's just me and like I'm doing all the music. Like, oh, for, like, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. And then I'm talking. Oh, what'd you figure out there, Ollie? I think it's. Her, H E R. It is. is what, yes. But she performed America the Beautiful. Oh, God. Which it. is even more like, oh right. my God. Um, All right, Willie, let's hear it. <laughs> See, but like, that's the thing though, is like, it's, I don't want to be doing this. I'm saying it's a bad thing because now I'm kind of being silly with it and someone's going to get in my DMs and be like, hey, you're being you're being so rude. So. That is not a funny thing. We should be reverent yeah. during that. And I understand that. So I'm saying that I don't want to do that. You're an expatriate. Oh, okay, I'm going, oh. we're going back to Carl Lewis. <laughs> I found just a little snippet. Oh, yeah, Okay, yeah. you ready? Here we go. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. I mean, that poor guy. I mean, that Uh-oh. is that is an ope. That yeah, is, uh, it is. It if is. you were listening Uh-oh. last, if you were, if you were listening last week when Pat Godwin and I just played oh, cicada yeah. song and he messed up the finger picking, he yeah. did. Uh, let's call it a Pennsylvania. Uh oh. Yeah, is what he said. He yeah. went all the way. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's uh, you don't want to mess up. Mm. Well, I think we did some good work here. I think we... I apologize. <laughs> no. And Willie's got to go get his hair cut because oh we had to record it early well, for he's him. Well, you got to get a haircut when you're going to see your grandma. I am. I I'm, think it's only appropriate you get like 31 or 18 shaved in the side of your head now. Should like I? what they did in the 90s. Oh, I loved it. Or in the back of your head. Could you imagine if I came in here tomorrow and I looked at my dad and I had like a fade with like 31 shaved into the side? He would he kick like, you out immediately. Is that for Reggie? That's nice. I like Reggie Miller. No, yeah. if it was for Reggie, he'd oh. be down respect, for it. Total respect. Yeah, yeah but do, it's, uh, do it on the right side so he can look at it all morning. Not my luck. Did, just this morning when I was all blanketed up in here, mm-hmm. my dad just didn't look over so he didn't see that I was in a blanket. So when you made a joke about it, he did not understand it at all. Yeah, it was. I looked like Mother Teresa, Jess. Yeah. <laughs> he was like swaddling himself, like I'm it so cold. cold. It was freezing cold. Yeah. Uh, but hey, thank you for listening to the podcast. Uh, if you like it, review, subscribe, the whole thing. We'll see you next time. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot, but Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah, can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good lord, we get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.